This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. There are so many things that we just have in our mind and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them a hundred thousand times. We got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. Mr. Hicks, my friend. How, how are, are we doing today? this weekend? Yeah, my hey, question to you, sir. It's been a big week. Has it? It's been a big What do you feel? I feel I mean, fine. Elon Musk was on Jay Leno's garage this week. It was a, it's been a huge Wait, week. What kind of car did Elon Musk come roaring? Oh, I mean, did it, was it a Tesla? That's a little bit cliche, isn't it? I'm not going to give it away. I think a lot of people haven't yet seen it. Okay. But if you think about Elon Musk's garage, not only is it full of cars and trains and all this kind of nonsense, he owns SpaceX. But I was going to say, yes. you better put me on a rocket ship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's just say they weren't in a Tesla. Okay. Let's just say it like that. They Thank weren't you. a Tesla. So big week that week. I uh-huh. mean, not trying to say anything or take away anything from the market well. behavior this week. But I tell you, that's made a lot of people uncomfortable. Maybe that's why I was tuning into Jay Leno's Garage. You were taking a time out. Because I was just need a little bit of a break. Yeah. Just need a little bit of break from Jay Powell and the Fed minutes yep. and the market just absolute uh, uh, volatility. Yep. Uh, I just needed to take a quick, just a little breather, just a little breather there. As and maybe a lot of other people have felt the same way. What, you, are you hearing the same thing? I was going to say, I feel like as is the case for the majority of Americans yeah. right now, the whole notion of the roller coaster that has been coming off this summer, going into the fall, dealing with everything that we're seeing. I, I nobody blames anybody for just turning off the ticker headline news and sure. just turning to something. Like, what can numb our minds? I need something ridiculous. My sister has this thing. Have I ever told you about my sister? She's a brilliant woman, an engineer. Her favorite thing to watch on TV is America's Got Talent. <laughs> I watch her and I'm like, she's officially lost it. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was an oxymoron from the very beginning. When they said Americans got talent, and then I saw the first couple episodes. I was like, okay, this is not, I, I see what they're doing. She, this, is, this, is, this is, they're making fun of us. She's somewhere. numbing her mind. She's like, I don't have to think about anything when I watch this TV show, Heather. And I was like, okay, I get it. I'm on board now because I did judge her hard when I watched <laughs> well, how into it she was. I think the only time that I turned it on, there was like eight people on roller skates that were set ablaze. They were on fire <laughs> and they were rolling that around doing great. figure eights and like disco pants. Um, that I, uh-huh. I'm assuming we're flame retardant mm-hmm. because otherwise I don't, Every, I don't know why you would submit yourself to not only that, that speculation of, of idiocy, but also I, I don't know that that was good uh, television. Well, um, I don't think they won. <laughs> I feel certain they didn't, but that was the, that 12 seconds that I was uh-huh. just watching intently. Like you, these are people wearing disco pants and their roller skates are set on fire. And they're doing some kind of a, I don't know, some More kind of a that, dance. More than that, they probably have driver's licenses. Let's take this one step further. Let's be honest. Oh Those goodness. people get behind a wheel and drive on the same roads that you do with your children, sir. Those Americans obviously had some kind of talent. We all so, have something. And we have all it. have ways to, like we were talking about, take brain breaks from it all. But here on this radio show, it is time to get back a little bit into work mode because folks listening to you on the radio each week, John, are here for some info and insight. Yes. So let's talk about it. This whole market situation, of course, 
the big question that some people have is, have we seen the bottom yet in this mm. bear market? And unfortunately, the answer is maybe not. Interesting information from Fox Business's Charles Payne. I feel like you and Mr. Payne would get along because he we, did the math on the history. Absolutely. And he did a good job on this, too. Yeah, this. it was really interesting. He looked at bear markets, and he did that dating all the way back to the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Then he took each one broke it into thirds and sure. found that on most occasions the worst part came in the last third with losses averaging 34 to 44%, John. Absolutely. So the point here being we may not have found the bottom of this market yet. So sure. how does that determine the conversations you're having with people calling you up and, and asking you questions right now? Well, think about it. I mean, when any market goes down in the beginning, it's a little bit of a denial phase for a lot of us. It's like, ah, well, you know, I've heard this before. Markets go up and down. It's OK. It'll come back. Now, the problem is, and what we're seeing now, we have a lot of folks that are out there, and, and you know who you are. You're getting ready for retirement. I mean, you're not in your 30s anymore, or early right. 40s. Right. I mean, we're, we're getting closer to when we need this money to produce an income for us to live so that we can actually, you know, hang it up one day and quit working. Mm-hmm. And more of us are getting that point. If we're three to five years before retirement, guys, this money is that much more important that we don't lose too much. And here we are. We've had a very tumultuous uh, several months here in the market. Mm-hmm. But we have proof this week that the Federal Reserve chair is going to stick to his guns. And unfortunately, those guns are kind of aimed at our pocketbooks when it comes to our portfolios. Yep. Now, why am I saying that? Well, because he is purposefully raising interest rates because the inflation numbers are still pretty high. Yep. And I'm afraid they may go a little too far too fast. Now, why am I saying this? Well, because, I mean, think about it, guys. The one thing I've said in the show many times, you never fight the Fed. If they're going to show you signs that they're going to ease things to help us, don't go against that. That means don't put all your money under the mattress at that point in time. There may be opportunities, but right now they're not helping us. As a matter of fact, it was uh, I think it was a headline this week. It was like, you know, Jay Powell, is he a villain against the markets, <laughs> you know, like a Batman character right, or something right, like right. that. It's like, uh-huh. ooh, it's the penguin. Ooh, it's the Fed chief. <laughs> Watch me raise rates and destroy everyone's lifetime income streams. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's almost that kind of diabolical oddity of it. But when you look at it, that's kind of what he's even promising he's going to do. Guys, if he keeps raising interest rates, then all of a sudden two things happen. Not only do bonds continue to free fall, Some bond funds out there, guys, are down over 20%. Some of them are even more down than that. And then, of course, if we keep raising rates, it hurts the markets as well. Right. So if we keep saying, please don't fight the Fed, and the guy keeps raising rates, most of us are in this situation where we're going, oh, my gosh, how much further could this fall? Well, this is where Charles Payne's information comes very important uh, to us, right? We may only be about half the way down at this point in time. Mm-hmm. So if your portfolio is down, who knows? Even if you have a, a quality balanced portfolio of really low expense stuff like Vanguard or Fidelity or Schwab or whatever, guys, you may be down 16, 17, 20%, and it doesn't feel good at all because not only are stocks going down, so are bonds. So one of the things we have to understand is when are we going to need this money to use for income? Because, guys, bonds, they're not going to be very favorable to us as long as the Fed chief keeps raising rates. Now, when do we think the end is in sight for him raising rates? There currently isn't an end. I mean, he can potentially do this for as long as it takes so that we're not seeing that ground beef price go up eight, nine, ten percent, you know, every time we go to the grocery so that bread costs aren't, you know, hyperbolic. 
So, and that's his promise. He's like, I'm, I feel bad for you guys in the market, basically. And of course, I'm paraphrasing here because mm-hmm. I don't know how bad he feels. Right. <laughs> I, I don't feel like he feels bad at all. Right. But my, my paraphrasing is, hey, you guys in the market, sorry about your luck, but I got to make sure every single American doesn't go broke mm-hmm. because their paychecks aren't keeping up with what they're having to pay for all the stuff at the grocery and for fuel costs and for heating their homes. I mean, we're getting ready to go into the winter here. You know, I got to make sure that these people are not paying so much for heating fuel that they're going to end up going under, right? And that, that's his promise. So, what can we do is the next question. Yeah. Well, the first thing we have to understand is this can last a very long time. What do I mean by long time? It means that the last downturn, the real one, not the one that we were bailed out by the Fed in 2008, mm-hmm. the last real downturn lasted nearly three years. That was 2000, 2001, and 2002, mm-hmm. where the market lost almost 56% from the top to the bottom. But if you were in the NASDAQ, which is what a lot of us own, because the NASDAQ has names in it like Apple and Microsoft and Amazon and Tesla and things like that. Most of us have some piece of that in our portfolio. Well, guys, the NASDAQ was down almost 78% during that same three-year period. So we're pretty far away from a 50% meltdown and certainly pretty far away from a 78% meltdown. Mm -hmm. How much further could we go? Uh, A while. And so my feeling is always this, Heather, there needs to be some kind of a catalyst, something that can finally stop the downward motion so that we can start moving back up again. And when I poll most people and ask, hey, do you think the administration, the current you know, president and all of his, his secretaries and all these people, are they doing anything that you feel to make the market stop going down? The resounding answer right here is maybe not, maybe, maybe not so much. As a matter of fact, they may be doing some things that are actually kind of hindering the market coming back up. Now, here's the thing, whether it doesn't matter what political side you're on, guys, you just have to be very eyes wide open, understand whether we do or don't like what this administration's doing. They are currently, in my opinion, doing nothing to help out the stock market. So if that's not going to be a catalyst, let's look at the Fed. The Fed can ease rates, make things easier on us, put money into the economy. Are they doing that right now? No. As a matter of fact, they're doing the exact opposite. They're going against those things. So, guys, what is the next catalyst? Are we going to have some uh, new evolutionary product? Is Elon Musk, now that he's been on Jay Leno's garage, going to come up with a car that runs on good thoughts and hopes and prayers? (laughs) Well, I don't know that that's in the works yet. I don't think they have a manufacturing facility big enough now that they're leaving California to go to Texas. Mm -hmm. So having said that, I don't know that that's going to happen. So where is the catalyst? My fear is that it's going to take a while to find one. And could that last for at least a couple years? Yes, it could. That doesn't mean you can't retire, though. You have to figure out two things. Number one, how much risk do you currently have? Basically, what does that mean? How much further can you drop? If you have bonds in your portfolio or if you have equity and balanced mutual funds in your portfolio, guys, I hate to tell you, you could drop a lot more from here. You could go down 50% more than you're already currently down. So if you're down 15%, you could easily be down 30. If you're down 20%, you could easily be down 40. Okay. What we need to figure out is, number one, how far can we go down and can you stop that? The answer is yes, you can stop that downturn, but you have to know which ways you want to do it. I would suggest getting a second opinion from our staff this week. The secondary thing we can do is figure out where our income is going to come from. Is it coming from dividends? Is it going to come from part-time work? Is it going to come from a pension plan? Or is it going to come from, take your pick, you're going to do an Airbnb. Because if you can figure out where that income comes from, you're a lot better off than 90% of Americans that I see. Okay, So if you don't know how much further you can go down and you don't know where your income comes from, I'm going to tell you how to fix this problem right now. 
get a second opinion today. Because by doing that, at a minimum, you'll be able to figure out where all the problems are in your portfolio, how to correct those and get on the right path. Because it's not going to be easy from here. As a matter of fact, I think the path is going to be pretty bumpy and it's going to be uncomfortable. If you have the right plan, you can stick with it. If you have the wrong one, we could fail. Let's make sure that second option is not on your list. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Link is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Link is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.